Good morning everybody and welcome to the Manchester is Red podcast full-time episode following this game against Fulham. I am recording this section ahead of the game. The team news has just been announced. United start with Onana in net, Wambasaka, Evans, Maguire and Dallow across defence, a midfield of McTominay, Eriksen and Bruno Fernandes and then an attacking front three of Anthony, Rasmus Hoyland and Alejandro Garnacho. On the substitutes bench it's Bayindia, Reguilon, Varane, Amrabat, Hannibal, Mainu, Mount, Palistri and Martial. Marcus Rashford misses out with injury. The Fulham starting eleven is as follows. Leno, Castagna, Bassi, Reem, Robinson. And then in midfield it's Polina, Iwobi and Pereira. And then a front three of Wilson, Willian and Muniz. United really need to get their form back on track today. And we've got Rich Faye inside Craven Cottage for a preview right now and his review of the game. And then I'll come back and we'll listen to Eric Ten Hag's post-match press conference. So, United fans, enjoy. Hello from Craven Cottage, Manchester United, looking to end what has been a tough week on a high. Of course, United did win here at Craven Cottage last season, 2-1. It was a dramatic winner, scored by Alejandro Garnacho. It would be a surprise to see him start today, though, considering how poorly he played in midweek, as did every single United player. Of course, United were humiliated by Man City last weekend, dumped out of the Carabao Cup by Newcastle in midweek. And now is the time for Eric Ten Hag's leaders to stand up and prove that they are good enough to be part of this Manchester United side. Casemiro is out for a few weeks of the injury he picked up in that defeat to Newcastle. Will there be a chance for Kobe Maynou? He's in the squad, be unlikely to see him start, probably more chance that he'll be on the bench today and get some minutes from there potentially which would certainly give a lift to United fans who want to make this trip down to London today. And like I said, we, we need to see big performances from United's biggest players. Bruno Fernandes needs to answer his critics, as does Marcus Rashford in a week that he's been criticised for his be- behaviour post the Manchester derby when he went out. In fairness to him to celebrate his birthday, but obviously not good luck, not good optics following what was such a humiliating derby defeat for United. And then Rafael Varane, a player who was of course dropped for tactical reasons against Man City. United just need to see him prove why he's the best centre-back at this club. Uh, you know, you look at our United team on paper, you look at United team just man for man, they are still such a highly talented, brilliant squad of players. They just need to start proving it. They need to do their talking on the pitch rather than away from it. United looking to end what has been a horrible week on a high. United versus Fulham can follow up with his live on the Manchester Evening News website. time from Craven Cottage then where Manchester United have picked up a very important win in the Premier League. It wasn't pretty, it was very gritty, but in the end all that matters is United held on and got the three points at the end. Like I said, it was a game where very little productive football was made. Bruno Fernandes netting was a very important winner right at the death. United winning away at Craven Cottage in the dying seconds for the second season in a row. Facundo Palestri was brilliant from the bench. His dogged determination created the chance on which Bruno Fernandes scored. Onana was great in goal, but the two standout players for me were Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay, two of the most criticised Manchester United players. They both stood up to be counted uh, today. And United, like we said, probably didn't deserve to win. They couldn't have had many complaints had they dropped points today. But what is so crucial is they did find a way to win. Sometimes a change of fortunes just requires one win. It doesn't matter how it comes about, the end just defines the means. And for United today, that is exactly what has happened. 
when you look at the game, United felt thought they should have taken the lead. Scott McTominay fired in from a well-worked set-piece in the first half. A really lengthy VR check went on. A really bizarre one as well. Harry Maguire was a judge to have interfered with play and that was what got the call disallowed in the end after what was a four five minute check really really weird one there and again it just brings questions about VAR because if it's a it was a subjective offside it was given as and I don't think anyone in the stadium had ever heard that phrase before it's either an offside or not the referee went over to the monitor to check and the fact that it was Maguire who interfered rather than Garnacho for the goal well that's a question of of opinion whether his involvement was enough to to disallow the goal or not so there's a lot of hypocrisy with that disallowed goal thankfully I suppose in the end United won't be able to use that as an excuse for, for any drop points today because they did get that, that win at the end like we said it wasn't pretty but it doesn't matter after the week United have had a win of any any kind is, is what you want to see really um, sorry my eyes are just poking over to the side there because I'm next to the players exit here you can see Johnny Evans has just come out here of the tunnel I will show you if any of the United players make their way through while doing this video. But, you know, United have, have won, and that's what's so important. That is the, the building blocks, perhaps, for, for a change of fortunes, and hopefully in the coming weeks we, we will see just that. United have won today. They need to win against Copenhagen and then against Luton next week as well. So it's back to winning ways United fans for Eric Ten Hag. You've just heard from Rich Fay from Inside Craven Cottage and his review of the game. But I'm just going to go through a couple of things that I noticed myself. There's only really one place to start and that was that that was never ever an offside. What happened to, like what's happened to clear and obvious and the benefit of the doubt to the attacker. It's just not, it's just not there anymore and that's, a, quite a bad run of VAR decisions that are quite contentious that have gone against United now. VAR's just not fit for purpose at the minute and it really needs rethinking. The thing is, we know it can be used well. We saw it in the Qatar World Cup. It just isn't in the Premier League and in the 3pm kickoffs, there's been another couple of questionable decisions at the very least. I think this is a league-wide issue that VAR just... We want to see more goals. We want to see more exciting games. We don't want to see things ruled out for did Harry Maguire affect the way a defender was defending? Because in my opinion, that should have stood as a goal and it would have made that game so much more entertaining to watch. It wasn't a vintage performance, which must be the third or fourth time in a row I've said that on one of these full-time podcasts. But I think with that goal going in earlier on, I think... United would have been able to stretch Fulham a little bit more and we might have seen a little bit more of what I'm about to come on to in a minute in the patterns of play from United. Apart from that, I mean, realistically, it doesn't affect the result. Unless at the end of the season, the final table position comes down to goal difference, which it is unlikely to for United at the very least. It won't make much of a difference, that goal, but... I thought the run from Garnacho peeling off the back post was excellent and his cross back across the goal rather than just hitting it at goal, which would be what you'd expect from a young attacker in most situations would be to go for glory themselves. What he, His passing it across 
finding that man, knowing that a man would be making the run to the what was then the back post in Scott McTominay was quite impressive. And Scott McTominay, right place, right time. He's just that sort of footballer. Apart from that, I think I've finally realised what keeps Johnny Evans in the side, what keeps his selection in Eric Ten Hag's teams, basically. And that is that he could be replaced by Martinez as soon as Lissandro Martinez comes back from his injury. You've seen the patterns of play that United are using at current, and Johnny Evans is playing a bit more as that left-sided centre-half who can really play with a ball at his feet. Throughout his career, his ball-playing ability has always been one of his strengths, and I think now we're seeing Johnny Evans start above you know, your Varans, your Lindelofs, alongside Harry Maguire, and Johnny Evans is starting on the left side of center, center of the defence, basically, on the left side of the two centre-halves. And those patterns of play can be replicated quite easily. It's a like-for-like replacement if Johnny Evans is in that position for the undoubtedly more talented at this stage of his career, Lissandro Martinez. And I think that's probably why we keep seeing this maintained selection, this maintained run of Johnny Evans in the side. That ball-playing ability has always been something Eric Ten Hag has liked throughout his career. He liked it at Ajax especially. And then he liked it last season when he brought in Martinez to play in that left-sided central defence role. That's basically how he sees the season progressing and how he sees his team progressing. He wants to use this less-sided centre-back as more of a outlet, progressing the ball into midfield and sometimes into either wing. And Johnny Evans' long ball ability especially, is really he is excellent at that. And finally, that Bruno Fernandes moment of brilliance too, what ended up winning the game. That's just what you get with a player like Bruno Fernandes. He's absolutely top draw sometimes, and that really is top quality from him. The nice little chop inside, sending two Fulham defenders on their bikes, basically, to then get himself a little yard of space and then to place it with enough power, to place it on a sixpence with enough power to beat Leno in the Fulham goal. It's just excellent from Bruno Fernandes, and it's just that sort of thing that separates him from others in his position where he might have not had a brilliant game for the most of most part moments of brilliance like that just separate him from an average midfielder into one of these top top tier midfielders so United fans let me know what you thought of the game on x formerly twitter at Sam Hutch M-E-N. But I do hope you've enjoyed United fans. And if you are interested in anything women's football currently going on, we at Reach have a new monthly Reach magazine about all about women's football with all the latest and greatest stories coming from the women's game. But United fans, here is Eric Ten Hag. Thank you for listening. Whether it's the legendary Lionesses, grassroots or expert analysis of the women's leagues, Women's Football News has it all covered. A brand new monthly magazine packed with news, interviews and expert opinion. Don't miss Women's Football News. Pick up a copy today from participating retailers. Women's Football is here to stay and so are we. Eric, obviously it's at the end of course, but I thought Harry Maguire is becoming really important for you again. He was playing um, a massive, massive game, um, so very good performance. Um, 
you know, showed leadership and in and out of possession uh, was very good. So very pleased with that performance from Harry. Did Harry Maguire go through the concussion protocol? Was, was he concussed? No, he has a hand injury. He had no concussion? No. And just thinking, on another subject, on Rashford, was, was he injured after your Friday press conference? Um, yes. Um, he had um, some complaints after the training. Uh, I didn't know at that moment. He travelled with us, uh, but today um, the complaints where uh, that much he couldn't start. It was a risk to start him, to lose him uh, over more weeks and so games. So we didn't want to go in that risk because we have uh, many more important games to play. Just, just on a bigger picture, a great win for you today. You must be, you must be thrilled. It's, uh, I think it's a good win, a solid performance. Every game we have to win, and I think it was a solid performance. Uh, and yeah, so I'm pleased with it. Uh, pleased, uh, especially with uh, the spirit in the team. I was pleased with the way we pressed um, against a Fulham. I think they play very decent football from the back, but we never allowed them to play from the back. We were in, uh, very good in the pressing, then winning and picking up second balls, and I think also on the ball. Um, be progressing, but yeah, it's clear uh, when we came in the box, uh, we have to create there more. But I think um, on composure on the ball, I think there was a step up. What did you make of those celebrations later on? And do they show that those players are still fighting for you? Well, <laughs> I knew that, and that <laughs> that is. Um, for instance, Brentford, but now we've seen it again. Uh, this is a good dressing room. Uh, they fight for each other. Uh, they, they knew uh, what the standards are at Manchester United. You have to win every game. Um, and they know they have to do it together. And I think that is the attitude uh, you need when you play for this club. Just, just to clarify, Maguire, it was, it was not a head injury, it was a hand. hand definitely a hand injury. And, and, and just on the on Fernandez in the captaincy, there have been a lot of public people saying he shouldn't be captain, he's not the right person, but certainly I've now seen three games where he scored the winner this season. What does that say about him as a leader? Yeah, but it is um, um, so often already, uh, from the moment I make him captain, hey, he, uh, he did this. And always when he's playing, uh, he is giving energy. Uh, he is the example. And uh, you see the way he's pressing, how, the way he's counter-pressing, the way, the way he's doing uh, the recovery. So he's absolutely uh, the, the example. And he's taking responsibility all the time um, in and off the, um, and off the pitch. Um, and then taking responsibility by scoring important goals, for instance. But also always want to have the ball, want to create... Um, um, so, yeah, I'm happy with my captain. So, is, is the challenge for this now to be a, a turning point? If you had a big win, a late win against Brentford, and the players are talking about it being a turning point, that's not been the case, but going into November internationals, getting two more wins, and then you can kick on from, from there, possibly? 
yeah, but I think always from game to game. And um, in this week, we were definitely not happy with our standards. I think today we improved in our standards, but uh, we have to bring it every game. And uh, everyone knows that, but uh, you have to, to bring it. Uh, you bring every game, you have to bring that level, and that starts uh, with mentality, with the right attitude. You have to show that you are hungry, uh, that, you are, that you have passion and desire. And when we bring that, uh, we have a very good dressing room and, and can play very good performance and we'll get results. But th that foundation has to be always there. Brilliant um, contribution from your captain, winning goal. When do you expect to see your forwards putting the ball in the back of the net? You've still not seen Anthony Hoyland score a league goal. When is that going to turn around? Yeah, I think Bruno is also an offensive player. But, but yeah, it's clear. We expect that from them uh, because we think they are capable and uh, we are confident they will do it. And if they keep working, if they keep um, uh, composed, um, yeah, then keep confidence, then it will come. Um, last last uh, question. What did you think of the overall quality of the match? Uh, what I said, we, d we didn't allow Fulham to play from the back where they are normally very good in and um, so I think um, yeah, the, the tactic that worked well the players executed it very good so yeah therefore while many long balls and many um, yeah, say battles on the second ball and where we in other games we didn't recover so well in such moment today uh, we did it good and, but that is to be the level in every game and I think from the back uh, also, we played decent, solid, but as I say, in the final third, uh, we have to improve our quality. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah.